The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hello? Here it comes. All right, here we go. Welcome to the revolution. You're welcome. All over the world, the movement is getting stronger. If you want to know the truth, yes, I think you guys are a little weird. Booyah! Our voice is getting louder. Yeah, baby! We are the pulse of America and stewards of the outdoors. Hey, are we done here? Because I'm losing my buzz. <laughs> Welcome to the one and only revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Makes you want to take a back row. Makes you want to shoot a buck on my way home. Who is that? Uh, the Beach Boys. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. So we are talking. Are you saying I'm not cool? Well, I don't know. You like the Beach Boys. I think that speaks for itself. I like the Four Seasons in Frankie Valley too. Mm-hmm. All right. So we are talking bucks and back roads, and Jim is just driveling nonsense <laughs> over there. Um, here in just a second, we're going to be joined by Jeff Danker. What a great guy. He has a program called Buck Ventures. Yeah, that's Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus, we're going to have John Carter on from... Overlander. And that is a great brand new show on Outdoor Channel. Yeah, Overlanders. Overlanders. Yeah, yeah Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Outdoor Channel. Then we're going to have Mrs. Alex White. Uh, she has what? She has a venue coming up this coming Wednesday, August 16th. It's called... Artists Against Trafficking. Yeah, she's going to tell us how we can get involved, how we can donate, learn more about uh, human trafficking. It's taking place at the Whitewood uh, Hollow there in Whites Creek, Tennessee. Alex White, that is uh, the country music artist's wife. Drake White, love his music. She's going to be on as well, telling us about this fabulous event. Once again, kicking off August 16th. That is next Wednesday. And who's going to host this venue? Uh, Mary O'Neill Phillips. She's going to be there. They're going to have a bunch of artists uh, from Adam Hood, Ray Culture, Kylie Fry, um, obviously Drake White, Leaf Lofton, Mo Pitney. We need Mo Pitney. We need Mo Pitney. <laughs> All right, so let's get to as we talk Bucks and Backroads. Let's get to Jeff Danker. Jeff Danker. Bucks and Backroads is on the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. You guys in? Oh, I'm in. Now kicking off a two-parter with Jeff Danker, host of Buck Ventures, Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. You know, just before we started, Jimbo, I was Uh listening to Jeff Danker's podcast. Uh Uh-huh. I got to say, he has a better show than we do. <laughs> That's the he truth. He really does. Yeah, you got to listen to Jeff Danker's Maybe we podcast. we sell him the show. Yeah, he, you should just host our show. Once again, we'll be joined by Jeff Danker, the host of Buck Ventures. That's Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. This man, he's a buck killer. He's a legend. Mr. Jeff, how's it going, man? Well, I got to tell you, I'm feeling a little froggy. We got the velvet deer, and and I tell you what, I got it on the brain, guys. Yeah, now you had, I was reading this uh, interesting article, and you, you put out a lot of good content. People need to hop on YouTube, because, man, uh, you guys put out exceptional stuff. Mm-hmm. But you sold your iconic property here in Kansas. 
uh, and you're fixing to pick up another great piece just down the road from that. But you were talking about making your food plots work for you and make you money. And you were saying how you use alfalfa to do that. I thought that was a really good idea. Well, I tell you, it's, uh, first of all, just so you know, the one property that I've been on, that woolly grass, it's not sold yet. Oh, it's so not. So listening that it is for sale. Um, we're still hunting it. we got some people looking at it, but it hasn't sold. And, yeah, you're right. I, I closed on a new one August 15th. But, no, to the to your point on the alfalfa is, I mean, for years up there, you know, if you plant corn, you know, back in the day, guys, you had these, these farmers that didn't have no money, and they'd come in with this machinery, and they'd, they'd pick the corn. And they'd leave half the corn in the field, so you were still good, right? Well, now when you do a cornfield, these guys got that good equipment. There ain't no corn left. So once they cut that corn, and the same thing with the soybeans. So when you do soybeans and corn, you can make some money. But when it comes time to hunt, you really don't have a cornfielder. And so the alfalfa, I get three to four cuttings off it a year, and it it steadily works for me. And when a when farmer comes and cuts it, it's still good. Deer are still coming to it. And in the, in the state of Kansas, in the state of Oklahoma, I would argue that alfalfa will outdraw as far as big bucks any, from any other crop there is. It'll beat soybeans even, mm. which that would be the argument from some people is soybeans will beat alfalfa. But in those two states, I believe alfalfa has a better draw than soybeans. Yeah. Now, when you plant the alfalfa, Mr. Jeff, how many years worth of cuttings do you traditionally get? Let's say we have a lot of moisture like we have had this year. It's been phenomenal. Yeah. How often are you going to have to replant that alfalfa? Is it going to be quite a few years? Yeah, I mean, mainly we're getting guys eight years. Oh, I mean, no way, really? When you get eight years, if you, you know, we're, well, that's about where we're getting us where we got the Wallahatchee. And especially if I were to get rain like this, I would kill it, guys. I mean, I would get my four cuttings a year, and we'll be making money, and we'll be shooting big bucks. So, yeah. Oh, that makes Mama happy, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right, for sure. <laughs> all right, so the iconic woolly grass all right, property you have here in Kansas, mm. what would make you – you're always pushing, Mr. Jeff – uh, for greater conservation, you know, more mature bucks. You're constantly moving, but you have developed the woolly grass into one of the most premier hunting places, really, in the United States. Mm -hmm. What would make you want to switch properties? Is it the new adventure? Does it offer something woolly grass doesn't? Why would you do that? Well, the woolly is, uh, I'm telling you guys, there's a tear coming to my eyes when we were, when we thought about selling it. One is y'all mentioned mama earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she, she came to me and she said, Hey, uh, I thought we were going to sell some of these. <laughs> said, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. But no, honestly, guys, it is, um, it's not that I even want to sell it. And it's probably the best property I got for big bucks. And one reason with that property is we have all that property around us that no one hunts. Mm. And, um, but you know, you're, you're kind of right. I mean, I do love adventure. I mean, it's kind of got to me where I love to build them more than I love killing. Oh yeah. And, um, and not that you couldn't do more to the woolly, but we got the woolly dialed in. I mean, we, we're actually putting more alfalfa on it this year. Uh, you know, as we're speaking, as people are starting to look at it, we got people flying in from Florida 
in a few days to that they're really interested in it. And and you know, I love that handing it to someone that's going to get to reap the benefits. And and even you know, I think these people are kind of wanting me to kind of continue to help them with it. And I told them I would do that as well if they end up buying. It. Yeah. Mm. Well, we all know that Kansas is like the go-to state if you're looking for big bucks. And it sounds like that you, in your investments over the years of of your ranch. Uh, you have invested the time and the energy to make those bucks big. Now, with this new property, do you think there'll be any crossover from one to the other because it's not that far away, or is it further than what we think? Well, it, it's about five miles. I, I ain't saying we couldn't get some of the same deer, but probably not. Um, you know, and like I said, this other property is just a property that, that no one ever thought would come up for sale. It was a property that I got the phone call the day before it went up, mm. and uh, and I just knew that oh my goodness, if, if, if this has got to be bought, I mean, it, if it would have went to the market, I believe, you know, it wouldn't have lasted long. And um, and like I said, it's a property that's never, you know, it's been hunted, but no one ever give it the attention that it needs to make it. And and, and I truly, I just can't wait, guys. I'm I, I, August fifteenth can't get here quick enough. <laughs> um, you know, so <laughs> it's just crazy. So uh, again, I think, uh, the stories that I've heard in the area that property's in is, you know, there's many stories of 200 inch type deer there. Wow. I'm in Kansas. There's those, there's stories everywhere, right? And, um, and obviously we got giants all over the woolly and, and my booner farm and my triangle farm as well. But, um, it's it just, it's just going to be fun. It's just, I can't wait to be on here next year telling y'all what we found you bet hey jeff we got to take a break can you stick around yes sir okay hey we're talking with jeff danker he's the host of buck ventures yeah plus you can watch the woodsman on a sportsman channel that is wednesdays 8 30 and 11 30 p.m eastern time mr jeff before we get to a break where can we find you online man uh guys i'm uh, jeff danker on instagram you know you uh, buck ventures there i'm on facebook um, i have a public page there as well um, and that's kind of where I do most of my answer in there. But those are the two things that I do. Buck Ventures has TikTok and all that. Cole is running all that. Man, they are doing some cool reels. So check all that out as well. All right. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV, which you can hop on My Outdoor TV, check the woodsmen out, also Buck Ventures as well. Uh, part two with Jeff Danker right after this. The revolution with Jim and Travis on the air, coast to coast. Although getting in touch with the boys via fax machine, pager, or telegram seems like a good idea, by logging on to JimandTrav.com, it puts you right inside their house. Wow, there's a lot of Tommy Bahama shirts in here. So log on to JimandTrav.com now and stay tuned. The revolution will be right back. For the dedicated American hunter, it's going to be a record year. And now's the time to prep for the ultimate season. So go to ultimateseason.com for the ultimate buyer's guide of new hunting products, fresh content from industry experts, entertaining and educational videos, and proven tips and tactics you can employ in the field. Wow! It's going to be a record year. So get geared up now at ultimateseason.com. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. 
The Revolution with Jim and Travis back and Bucks and Backroads. Now let's rejoin Jeff Danker, host of Buck Ventures, Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking bucks and backroads on this week's show. And, of course, uh, we have got Jeff Danker. He's the host of Buck Ventures. That is Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time it on is Outdoor Thursdays. Channel. And Wednesdays, uh, let me pull this up to make Wednesday. sure this is right. This is uh, Wednesdays, 8.30 and 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. All right, so let's talk uh, real quick, Mr. Jeff, about hunting co-ops. That was something... Uh, that was prevalent, you know, numerous years ago. People kind of got away from that. When you're looking at buying a new piece of property, do you ever consider the neighbors around you what kind of co-op you could put together where it comes to management, what you harvest? Is that something you're ever interested in? Well, I tell you what, guys, and, and all, I think it matters so much, this question that you're asking. And, you know, when I tell people, I mean, you know, people, they scrape their hard-earned money together, whether you're someone that doesn't have a lot of money and you've worked hard or somebody that you've been forced and you got a lot of money, that buy, whether you're in Kansas, Oklahoma, wherever it is, that neighbor matters so much. And um, that's what I tell everybody. And that's where, like, where I'm at in Kansas, I found a really good area. I found an area that... You know, when I put up my no trespassing signs, they stay up. They don't get shot, you know. <laughs> you know, I, and I mean, I, that's, that's weird, but in, and there's places you can't do that, that I had to leave the area because it was great land. But but so that matters so much. And then when you talk about the co-op, and you guys are going to remember this. I mean, you remember 25 years ago in the state of Kansas in Unit 16? Mm. I mean, or maybe you remember the stories. I mean, we went, Kansas, I believe, is probably, you know, it's going to be at least top three or four in, in the United States as far as big bucks. But there was a time, I believe, it might have been number one. Oh, yeah. And um, and I believe, and, and I am lobbying for, like, my farms and everyone around me, I go and lobby to them. Guys, let's get this back here. So, and even throwing out guys that the, the age of five year old, now we're at six. So, what I do is say you got a three year old and you think he's special, right? He's, he's already 150 at three. Mm. And I'll tell my guys, okay, we'll see if he blows. Well, the next year he don't blow. Maybe he put on four or five inches. And then he doesn't blow even the year after that going into five. Well, a lot of times before we would go ahead and go, okay, we're going to go after him. He's five. But we give that deer now till six. We give him another chance to blow, and it's really paying off. And and so my co-op that I put together with all these guys, and, you know, they've seen kind of a lot of them what I've done, and, and they want to be a part of it. So we're all putting this. And we got six, seven, eight thousand acres in times now in the state of Kansas around me. And, and I'm telling you, we are making a difference. And I tell in, uh, would just, just help anyone to be able to do that. But, but when you can let them grow, that you can give them age, you can make a monster difference. You bet. Hey, now you said something in the first part of this interview, and I encourage people to go back and listen to it again. And what it was, you said, and I got a phone call the day before it went up. You must have your fingers in so many little pies to have all of these people that are willing to call Jeff Danker to say, 
hey, there's a piece of property over here you ought to take a look at. Is that what it is? It's kind of uh, you over the 20 years that you've been in business doing this, that you've got these contacts? Well, it is. And it's, um, you know, I, I truly believe, too, it's just, you know, I've always tried to just treat people real fair and good and, and help anyone I can. And, 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 and again, there's people that that probably don't like me, but I do have a lot of people that, um, you know, when something comes up like that, they give me that shout. And, and, and I think the other guys is just the, um, being around up there and, and, and over, you know, I think I've been up there now six years in Kansas and we've just tried to, to go help and, and do different things up there. So yeah, I got my, my uh name out there a little bit and so when something comes up like that you get that phone call i I definitely take advantage of that as well and and i'm very thankful for that but yeah you're right i got my my fingers in a lot of different pies yeah now one last question before we get to a break out of the you know this is the 20th season of buck ventures again thursday 7 30 p.m eastern time on outdoor channel what do you think, outside of switching, you know, you're more interested in the conservation realm and what that provides, and then the hunting is almost secondary now. What do you think is the biggest factor that has changed for you, whether it's your perspective, your practices, one thing that is completely different about you in 20 years of Buck Ventures, right. Mr. Jeff? Well, I would say that if I'm going to answer that honestly, and I'm going to, is I think that God has changed me a lot, guys. I mean, I I came into the industry, and I would tell anybody, you know, especially in TV, you know, I really didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. You know, I was trying to make it. I was trying to carve it out. I wanted everyone to think good of me. I couldn't handle it if somebody said anything bad about me. And and then there was a point, and over the years, God has just whittled that down and give me way more humility and, and, and less pride and, and maybe hopefully that pride is just all gone. And, and then to really look and, and, and want to, you know, to be selfless and to be helping others in that. And, um, and so just the, the idea where before I would take one of these farms and I, I per se wouldn't even want anyone there. I want to find the biggest deer. I didn't want anybody coming in. I wanted to be focused. I wanted to go after this. That is who I was in a sense, where now I'm more late. I still go after those deer and do it right, but I'm more laid back to bring in and say, you know what? I'm going to set this in back cold. I want to put you to the forefront here, and I want to give you and see you do this. Or I think that in a nutshell is it, just the humility that God has given me at 51 now. And um, sure enough, just wanting to help others and give back, if that makes sense. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Jeff Danker. He's the host of Buck Ventures Tuesdays. No, Thursdays. Oh, no. Thursdays. (laughs) Thursdays, and I said Tuesday. But it's really Thursday, 7.30 Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus, check out the Woodsman. That is Wednesdays on Sportsman Channel, 8.30 and 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't like Jeff Danker, you're ISIS and hate puppies. Okay? I'm just going to say that right now. That's that's the most likable guy there is. You're just a pee. Also, I'd like to interject here. You know, you talked about, well, I could take you as blindfolded. 
Well, you know, you can blindfold me and hog tie me. Just take me. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Hop on My Outdoor TV. Punch in Buck Ventures. Punch in The Woodsman. Incredible content from Jeff and his team is going to come up. Mr. Jeff, before we get to a break, where can we find you guys? Man, Jeff Danker, Instagram. Get a hold of me. Facebook, Jeff Danker. Make sure Buck Ventures is on TikTok, Instagram. Facebook, we're all over, and uh, again, we love to hear from you guys, so so give us a holler, and, and again, remember, the woolly grass is for sale, there's some people looking at it, but uh, if you're interested, get a hold of us. You bet. Hey, coming up next is John Carter, director and co-creator of Overlanders. Yeah, that's Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Mr. Jeff, God bless you, we love you so much and everything you do, buddy. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Jim Trev. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. People are tweeting about this? Well, yeah, and they're also on social media like... Facebook? Yep. Well, it's called the internet. Plus, you can drop us some valuable feedback and help us sculpt the sound of the show at JimandTrav.com. How is that not obvious by now? Well, you'd be surprised how many times we have to remind people, don't move, the revolution will return after these short messages. For the dedicated American hunter, this is the ultimate season. And for the dedicated Luke Bryan fan, this is the ultimate concert. Enter the ultimate season sweepstakes for your chance to win a VIP trip for two to see country legend Luke Bryan in concert. Whoa! We'll also be giving away an ultimate hunting prize pack every week. Ultimate concert, ultimate prize pack. It's the sweepstakes event of the season. Enter today at ultimateseason.com. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air with Bucks and Backroads. Now kicking off another two-part interview with John Carter, director and co-creator of Overlanders. Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking Bucks and Backroads on this week's show. And before the break, we had Jeff Dankra. What an interesting guy talking about these ranches in uh, Kansas with big bucks. Now we're going off-roading oh. with John Carter. He is the director and co-creator of Overlanders. I swear he doesn't have feet. He has tires. That's Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Mr. John, Big John, how's it going, buddy? Great, great. Uh, it's great to talk to you guys and help promote uh, one of uh, my favorite things I've done in a long, long time, uh, this Overlanders Outdoor adventure format, competition format with, like you said, gigantic tires. I didn't know as much about 35-inch tires as I thought it did, but I'm, <laughs> I'm getting up to speed pretty pretty quickly here. So, he yeah, it's great to talk to you guys. He didn't know there's so much to know about tread, you know. <laughs> now, you, you well, got... You got to tell us this. Okay, so this is a competition, Overlanders, all right? Now, are there challenges in each specific episode, like where contestants get eliminated along the trail? I mean, kind of break this down for us, man. You you got it. You got it. There are challenges, both uh, in vehicle, out of vehicle. Overlanding is a very unique proposition. I think a lot of a lot of the outdoor channel viewers and a lot of probably a lot of your listeners can relate to it. We know that people in the outdoors are into their vehicles, uh, both service, accessorizing, all that thing, and 
all those things. And this is sort of a, 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 a an offshoot or a branching out of that kind of idea. And it's not racing uh, per se all the time. There are timed events, but it's mostly challenges that sort of see how well you can adapt to off-roading, uh, living in the outdoors, eating, feeding yourself, comfort, uh, as well as taking on some pretty epic off-road challenges in terms of trail rock crawling a little bit, uh, off-road, backcountry trips, and survival. Uh, all of those things are kind of wrapped up in one one big package. Uh, we we know that there's a huge and in, in, in probably COVID time sort of accelerated uh, people's interest in this aspect of, of outdoor adventure uh, in a meaningful way. Um, one of our competitors summed up pretty well by saying that, you know, overlanding is not even necessarily about being in the outdoors as much as it is about building your vehicle. Uh, and we sort of test to put that to the test pretty pretty hard in this series. We had uh, we had five teams uh, that started the competition, and by virtue of the things you guys are talking about, these challenges, we start eliminating teams along the trail and uh, and get down to, to two survivors by the end of the series. Yeah, once again, hanging out with John Carter, the director and co-creator of Overlanders. That is Friday's all-new series, Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. What's so cool is all across this amazing country we're from, man, there are, you know, designated off-road trails and areas that are made for this type of sport and event. And you get to see incredible, spectacular scenery. It's conducive for the entire family or just your buddies. It really is a lifestyle, though, man. And it really it kind of empowers people and can really change your mindset. You know, everyone always thinks of outdoors as hunting and fishing, but there's all sorts of realms of recreating outdoors and this is such a fantastic way of going about it yeah this yeah i think you, you hit the nail on the head there this is really just an extension or another aspect of of outdoor adventure and 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 i think we see it a lot in the hunting and fishing worlds of conveyance to those locations right how do i get deeper further and more self-sufficient and self-sustaining out in those environments and and off-roading is sort of you know the number one thing like i said they, you know we can we can point to all kinds of research that that says this audience is the same and similar all the way across the board um the outdoors people that hunt and fish are also the same people that you know both change their own oil but spend hours and weeks, you know, agonizing on which, you know, which tire to put on their truck or, or Jeep. Uh, you know, this this is an audience that is very passionate about all aspects of it. And I think, again, with, with everybody's sort of uh, um, uh, prioritization, reprioritization and sort of saying, I want to spend more time in the outdoors, how do I do that outside of hunting season? Uh, or how do we get to that really great, you know, backcountry fishing spot uh, in style and comfort and overlanding has really uh, uh, really expanded in the last couple of, of years and, and 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 really taken on that aspect of really the the ultimate conveyance you know showing up to hunting camp in style is, is one thing I think overlanding you know the people want to go camp and spend time out in, in the woods in the summer off season and then you know hike along cook and and uh, and fish and everything uh, out of out of their vehicles I mean I've seen you know evidence of that all across the country uh, and then you hit on something else that's really I think key to it is that this 
there are some unbelievably spectacular places in this country that are only accessible by four-wheel uh, or two-wheel conveyance. Uh, um, so off-roading vehicles are really kind of the uh, the gateway drug to sort of experience in some of those countries' most unbelievable backcountry spaces. Uh, and we, for the series, we kind of consciously sort of chose some of those. We hit some really legendary spots. And the whole series culminates in Moab, Utah, which is really the off-road you know, Mecca of the United States of America. Uh, it's got everything you want terrain wise, uh, hill climbs, rocks, sand, you know, water crossings, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, we took advantage of, uh, of, uh, our opportunity to go out there and, and showcase some of that terrain with, uh, with a competitive format and some great, great people that are, uh, really passionate about off-roading. Our, our lights lit up when you said, Gateway drug. <laughs> and they're saying, where can I get some of this? <laughs> Anyhow, hey, hey uh, John, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? I can stick around, yeah. All Looks right. Like more. Hey, we're talking to John Carter. He's the director and co-creator of Overlanders. It's Fridays at 830 Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Mr. John, to learn more about Overlanders, possibly how we can enter next year to be in season two of Overlanders. Where can we find you online, buddy? My uh, company is called Hatch Entertainment, so you can find us at HatchTV.com. And uh, yeah, send in your resumes, your uh, your uh, uh, pleas for uh, participation, and uh, there's a generic open inbox on there. Info uh, at HatchTV.com to uh, to send in your info, and we'll uh, we'll take a look at you for uh, season two you bet hey more john carter right after this www.jimandtrav.com online everything outdoors is a click away online show archives blogs expert advice online jimandtrav.com and, and, and don't forget to drop us some feedback stay tuned to the revolution with jim and trav we'll be back after these important messages Driven to succeed, to explore, to never give up. I'm literally looking over the edge and scared to death. Tune in as Pat and Nicole Reeve pursue their lifelong quest for the perfect hunt. Facing off with giant game in North America's wildest locations. It's never easy, but they keep the drive alive. It is truly a once in a lifetime experience. Driven with Pat and Nicole, Tuesdays at 9.30 Eastern. On Outdoor Channel. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Bucks and Backroads. Now let's get back to the boys and John Carter, director and co-creator of Overlanders. Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking bucks and backroads. And if we're talking backroads, we got to be talking to John Carter because he has a program called Overlanders. All new series. Now, you did, right before the break, we're talking about how we can possibly throw our hat in the ring to be in season yeah. two. What are kind of some of the, not to get a advancement on people, but what are some <laughs> of the, the, the criteria you're looking for? You know, you want someone like Mad Max? 
I mean, what are, what are you yeah. looking for? Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, we we want a wide swath of kind of personalities and, and team dynamics is probably the number one element. So, for instance, in this season, in the current season, we basically said, okay, we want people that have a different philosophy of, of off-roading and overlanding uh, to compete against each other so that they can sort of state their case and, and make their make their cause known for their particular uh, branding. So we had a husband and wife team that oh. were very new to off-roading. Uh, we had a work couple, uh, a couple of guys that worked together for the better part of 20 years. We had a father-son. Uh, we had a, a couple of of gals that have uh, uh, just done a couple of big epic adventures in their Jeep. Um, so, yeah, we had a really wide kind of variety of different personalities and different philosophies, more importantly. Uh, and all those were reflected in both their personalities and their vehicles. Uh, you know, certain people believe that comfort is priority number one, and certain people believe that being able to crawl over, uh, you know, a, a rock wall is priority number one and everything in between. Uh, there was a lot of really spirited kind of competition between like build philosophies of saying, okay, uh, this build is top of the line, number one. I want every accessory, luxury accessory that's available uh, in my vehicle and other philosophies from we're going to do everything from scratch and do this with with uh, Harbor Freight tool sets and uh, two by fours and scrap and go to Facebook Marketplace to find all our accessories. <laughs> uh, and that sort of, you know, is indicative of the extremes that, uh, that everything goes into it. And again, more reinforcement that the the sport, if you will, of overlanding is probably more about building the vehicle than almost anything else. Yeah. Well, now, how long is a race? Does is it a series of races, or is it uh, a week long, or what? Yeah, we we basically put them out in this self sufficient um, kind of environmental, you know, uh, uh, test uh, uh, just over a week. Uh, so we we isolated them for nine days. Uh, and they had to be self-sufficient within those nine days in terms of carrying their own food um, and and all the other accessories and you know sleeping, eating, drinking, you know all that stuff. We we, we resupplied water obviously along the way, but basically they had to be self-sufficient otherwise. So yeah, we isolated them for nine days and effectively uh, we did it in stages. So and we had a little bit of everything in all those stages. We had. We had snow, we had sand, we had mountains, we had rocks, uh, we had water crossings, we had everything in between. So uh, the, the point was to try to put them in as many different scenarios and possibilities. And we tackled some legendary trails. We, we did the Tabawash, uh, which is one of Colorado's most you know, recognized and wonderful trails that people known and experienced over the years. Uh, and it's been a great kind of uh, off-road trail that's kind of evolved into a kind of legendary status. And I mentioned Moab before. We ended up in uh, on a section of the trail at Picture Frame Arch and uh, uh, behind the wall in Moab, which, again, is just an iconic off-roading kind of legendary trail and took advantage of, of those locations to kind of get everybody in different scenarios. And we were surprised. I uh, uh, say, you know, uh, we, we were basically on a, on a fairly – beginner type trail originally um and we stayed on that trail but uh, surprisingly before stage one of the race we've got about a foot and a half of snow oh, uh, wow. uh, that came early in november uh and uh 
we took advantage of that by throwing these guys into the, uh, we, we said it wasn't a baptism of fire, it was a baptism of ice, basically, <laughs> and uh, kind of threw the teams into a scenario that we didn't even expect, but uh, uh, as we expected the, the overlanders to be uh, ready to adapt to any circumstance, um, we, we shifted the production uh, into adaptive mode and took advantage and had a had a great snow, snow-based time trial. Yeah, now, in your opinion, John, which is the more stressful trying job? Is it being the navigator slash spotter or the driver? Yeah, I, you hit the you, you hit it perfectly. That the navigator has much more stress and yeah. much more sort of pressure put on them. Uh, to me, and I think most of of our competitors uh, would agree, is that it's much easier to drive than it is to navigate and sort of be the person trying to figure out all the logistics and and the twists and turns along the trail. But uh, in true overland and competitive spirit, we didn't just let them stay in that comfort zone. We we took a philosophy that as an overlander, you should be uh, an interchangeable machine uh, or part in the machine. So you didn't always, it, just because you wanted to drive the whole time didn't mean you necessarily got to. So uh, we like to shake people out of their comfort zone and saying, okay, what, what happens if you're unable to drive? Uh, or you haven't had a turn at navigating uh, yet, uh, we'll force you into that scenario so that we reveal any weaknesses, but you should be prepared for anything. And and a well-oiled machine has interchangeable parts, and we sort of put that to the test uh, in a couple different ways. Yeah, now, I think it's something white males in their 20s are, like, most notably known or prevalent to getting <laughs> bit by rattlesnakes in the U.S. I mean, we're not known as being the smartest guys in the world. When it comes, when it comes to competition, Competition, though, you know, you had a, a vast array of people who handled situations better, in your opinion. Was it the women or the men? Always. You know, you, yeah, yeah. I think you almost answered your own question by your explanation at <laughs> the beginning. The women are always calmer and, and, uh, and more strategic uh, almost throughout. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we, uh, we didn't have quite a 50% ratio, but I think the, um, what would it be? I'm doing the math. Really. Uh, yeah, 30% ratio outperformed mentally the, the 70% ratio of men uh, on a consistent basis. So uh, I think if you're strategizing uh, for season two and want to be competitive, uh, uh, female uh, uh, is a way to go. Um, and it had a lot of twists and turns. There was just a few things that tripped up the girls, uh, but it certainly wasn't uh, in the mental aspect of the game that we played, for sure. I think you should pit people against each other in a tough competition like halfway through where they can decide if they want to switch partners. <laughs> oh, would that be a bird? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's not an uh, original thought uh, in terms of my, my thinking as well. We, we've thought of uh, different ways to do things, and we'll. I'm sure season two and beyond we'll have a lot of different twists and turns because one thing we won't do is repeat ourselves format wise. You yeah, know, we don't want we don't want the competitors to get complacent and say, "Okay, this is what they do." We'll we'll be surprising the next round of competitors with some different twists and turns for sure. Uh, uh, as uh, as we don't want them getting too comfortable out there. <laughs> you bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with John Carter. He's the director and co creator of Overlanders. Fridays at eight thirty Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, the all new series. And this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Love Hop em. online, check them out, yamahamotorsports.com. Mr. John, again, your partners, overlanders, how we can uh, sign up for season two. 
Where can we find you online, buddy? Yeah, hit us up at uh, info at hatchtv.com, and uh, we'll put your name in the hopper for next season. Yeah, it sounds like you hatched a great idea. Oh, that was good. <laughs> All right, so you got it. Alex White, she's with Artists Against Trafficking. That is uh, White's Creek, Tennessee, the Whitewood Hollow gym. This coming Wednesday, August 16th. August 16th. She's going to tell us all about it, how we can get involved uh, and learn more about human trafficking. Alex White is coming up next. Mr. John, man, God bless you. We love you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks, Jim and Travis. It's a pleasure. If it looks like the revolution, smells like the revolution, and tastes like the revolution, it's probably the revolution with Jim and Trav. Seriously, don't smell or taste the revolution. Just saying. On air from coast to coast and online 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. The revolution with Jim and Trav will return in a few moments. Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Try our new hot dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at HIMTNJerky.com. That's HIMTNJerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air with Bucks and Backroads. Now here's Alex White, host of the Artists Against Trafficking fundraiser, August 16th at Whitewood Hollow in Whites Creek, Tennessee. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. We're talking bucks and back roads on this week's show. And before the break, we had John Carter on. He's a director and co-creator of Overlander. That's a great show. You know that? Yes, it is. And our next guest, oh, she's got a great event coming up. Mrs. Alex White. Yeah, we're going to Wildwood Hollow. That is August 16th, Wednesday next week. We're going to hang out with Drake White. Zach Phillips, everyone. He, the bearded waiter that brings you a beer. That's going to be Zach. But Mary O'Neill Phillips, she is going to be hosting this amazing event. Mrs. Alex, how's it going today? Oh, doing great. How are you guys? Doing great. Now, this is an event. It's Artists Against Trafficking, and you're, you're raising money, and you're raising awareness, and you're actually having it at your own place this year at Whitewood Hollow. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, we have a barn um, just 15 minutes north of Nashville and White's Creek. And so we're going to host this for Nashville Anti-Human Trafficking this year. Just to dispel all of the rumors that I'm going to start, when you're against traffic, you're not talking about getting rid of one-way streets, right? Yeah, goodness, no. no. Um, Nashville Anti-Human Trafficking is actually a Christian organization that helps restore and rescue women who have been trafficked in the United States. They work um, in Middle Tennessee, but, you know, all over the states as well with local organizations. Well, you know, the that trafficking, man, that has really come on gangbusters in the last few years. And people are not, you know, if you ever uh, watch Sound of Freedom, holy cow, gives you a whole new meaning of what's going on out there, doesn't it? Yeah, truly. Um, it definitely let people in to know that this is going on every day right underneath our noses, for sure. Well, what's amazing, too, is, you know, when you think back in the 60s, 70s and 80s, you know, it was more of like an abduction. But now it's like more of a persuasion, especially with social media, how they can lure you in. They kind of brainwash you, if you will. And you don't even know what's happening 90 percent of the time before it is too late. And you guys are really for. First of all, you want to bring awareness to this and then you want to raise money to help fight this. 
Um, now, this event, again, August 16th, they're at Whitewood Hollow. That is Wednesday, this next Wednesday. Um, can anyone come to this and participate and learn about this and donate? Yes, anyone can donate, uh, whether you can attend the event or not. Um, on whitewoodhollow.com, we have event tickets for sale. Um, it includes an intimate dinner, cocktails, and then, of course, we'll have guest speakers from Nashville Anti-Human Trafficking as well, telling about the organization and then all of the wonderful artists um, singing their wonderful songs and sharing stories of how they're connected and felt led to work in an event like this. Yeah. Are there any uh, people that are uh, entertaining that we know? Um, Yeah, we've got a lot of country artists, uh, local country artists, my husband, Drake White, um, lots of songwriters, uh, Lee Lofton, Allison Belts-Cruz, Mo Pitney, um, Matt Tozial, Adam Hood, Ray Fulcher, Kylie Frey, tons of artists that um, this is near and dear to their hearts and have felt really led to help out. And I was just so thankful to have them out at the barn. Oh, yeah. You know, I was doing some research during the break uh, before you came on, like in the it's terrible, the information. You know, we kind of live in a bubble. And we think, hey, if it doesn't happen to us, it's really not going on. And, you can't, you know, in one realm, you have to live in that aspect because when you turn on the news, everything is doom and gloom. But they have, like, the top 10 stakes for human trafficking. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, I, I'm never going to go to California. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I'm too pretty for California. They're going to nab me. <laughs> um, but it is really, really scary. Ms. Yes, Alex? Um, transient cities and are the worst. And what Mary Trapnell, who runs National Anti-Human Trafficking, talks about is where money flows, where the largest money um, zip codes are, are typically where the largest sex trafficking rings are. So you can think about Middle Tennessee, the richest zip codes in Middle Tennessee are where this is happening right underneath our noses. And these transient cities where interstates run through and connect where victims can be trafficked uh, quickly, um, it's definitely more prevalent in those areas. Well, and the interesting part about it, it's not just girls, but it's also guys, isn't it? Yeah, and I believe they're seeing more of an uptick now of young men, teens, and um, adult men as well in the sex trafficking rings. Um, They're rescuing more and more men than, you know, they've ever seen before. You bet. Hey, we've got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Mrs. Alex White. And uh, she is the uh, person that put together Artists Against Trafficking. It happens August 16th. August 16th. That is next Wednesday. About what time does it kick off? Uh, 5.30 p.m. Nice. 5.30 p.m. Now, again, Mrs. Alex, to learn more about you guys, how we can get involved. Let's say we're listening to this and, you know, we are in uh, Illinois or we are in Arizona um, and we can't come. Can we hop online, learn about you guys, and donate? Yes. Uh, you can go to whitewoodhollow.com for event tickets and um, also a donation area is there, too. Or you can go to Nashville Anti-Human Trafficking Coalition. Dot com. Their website will give you more information about what they do and how they rescue and restore women. Yeah. Is your husband going to like autograph and in, in, in auction off one of his hats? Hey, he'll be there. He'll do whatever. <laughs> he has, uh, you know, don't. <laughs> Don't think he wouldn't do something crazy just to raise money for these folks. I think that's what we should do. He wears the coolest hats, yeah. you know, maybe like uh, yeah. <laughs> Jimbo would never be that cool. But maybe if you had Drake White's hat, well, you maybe. might be. Yeah. All right. So, again, hop on whitewoodhollow.com. Uh, learn about artists against trafficking, how you can get involved. And if you can, 
250 bucks. That is a small price to pay for the good it would do. August 16th, that is next Wednesday there in uh, Tennessee. We got to get to a break. This has been brought to you, though, by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtandjerky.com. Mrs. Alex, thank you for everything you do. God bless you. We love what you guys have going on. Thank you so much. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. On air for over 17 years. Hold on. Hello? Don't forget to tell them about JimandTrav.com. Oh, oh yeah, the website. Wait. What? Can I borrow $5? Goodbye. Don't move. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue in a moment. Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 21000 and R-Max 41000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. Chocolate lovers, Michael Horn here along with J.D. Jeremy Dayton. We've got a special offer for them if they love chocolate. Am I right, J.D.? Oh, yeah. Go to vinedabar.com and put in the code CHOCOLATE20. You get 20% off your order. Now, here's the thing. Vinedabar chocolate is dark chocolate mixed in with the Chardonnay mark. That's the skins of the Chardonnay. So you get all the health benefits of the wine, the health benefits of the dark chocolate, and you get some very delicious chocolate with Himalayan salt, so many great different varieties. But you have to go to the website. It's vinetobar.com, and the code is CHOCOLATE20. You like chocolate, J.D., am I right? Oh, I like me some chocolate too much. Yes. Too much. <laughs> go to vinetobar.com and put in CHOCOLATE20 to get 20% off your order. Again, vinetobar, V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com, the code CHOCOLATE, C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E-20. Vine to bar chocolate, chocolate 20. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. What a great informative show this week. I mean, Jeff Danker and John Carter. That was a wonderful show. And the one that I liked the best, honest to God, was Mrs. Alex White. Exactly. Jimbo, last word, man. Last word is everybody is against human trafficking if you're not get involved somehow donate to this cause artists against trafficking or your local traffickers ah so (laughs) hammer home firearm safety that's what you got to do everyone carry a gun it would be a much safer place just do it legally all right we will return next week boys and girls won't we jimbo yes we will and you know what we're gonna do we're gonna talk about our brand new rifle all right so god bless you and the united states of america peace out
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 